0: Hi there. Welcome to the Health Analytic Insights Podcast. This podcast is all about creating a community of like-minded individuals who are passionate about the field of health informatics. I hope to share information and advice in topics such as health analytics, digital health, biomedical engineering, and data visualization in healthcare. And in exchange, I would love to hear from you, dear listener, about your experience and interest in this field. You can drop me a line at healthanalyticinsights at gmail.com, and this email, along with any references discussed during this podcast, will be listed in the show notes below. If this resonates with you, don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast, as I'll be releasing new episodes bi-weekly. Before we jump into the episode, this month of September, we are celebrating one whole year. Since the Health Analytic Insight podcast began, I'm so grateful for anyone who listens and has gained value from this podcast. I've learned so much from the members of this community, and I get a lot of joy when I get your feedback via emails and reviews. I started this podcast during the pandemic as a way to escape the current climate, and I can't wait to continue this journey into the future. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get into this episode. On several episodes of the Health Analytic Insights podcast, particularly the conversations that I have with guests, the two biggest themes, which I always find our way into our conversations, regardless of the topic, is the importance of open and transparent communication when it comes to designing products for end users in healthcare, and the importance of privacy and security when dealing with healthcare data. So in this episode, it's time to stop beating around the bush And let's dive directly into this topic of why data governance is important in healthcare and specifically why it's key in advancing the health informatics field. So before we get into all of that, let's go over a basic definition of what data governance is to ensure that we're all on the same page. So data governance is the regulatory system that is put in place to manage the privacy, access, security and management of data produced both internally and externally within your organization. And now some might ask who benefits or who loses when a data governance policy in- put in place within an organization? And I would argue that everyone wins when it comes to having a strong data governance policy. Although some might inquire about the loss of creativity when it comes to having these boundaries put in place, but I would argue that having these boundaries in place allows for creative solutions that are not at risk for being completely shut down or stalled if a breach occurs. Also, healthcare data can be messy, especially if it comes from multiple sources such as the EHR, labs, healthcare claims, etc. And having systems in place to standardize the data can be integral to the success of applying more advanced analytical tools such as machine learning algorithms. We have to remember, when it comes to greater interoperability, which is driven by data governance, it's not just the ability to share between different data sources within an organization, but it's also the ability to share data between healthcare organizations themselves. So without a strong data governance policy in place, Again, this will make standardization of the data key. Trying to share data between organizations can result in privacy and security issues. And with the ability to share these common data sets between organizations, it's important to reduce redundancy and duplication of the data and the need for continuous cleaning. Because that can cause analysts a lot of time just cleaning the data and getting it into the right format instead of time spent on analyzing the data and driving health outcomes for patients overall. So I think one of the great things about data governance is that it matters for everyone, regardless of your role in the healthcare organization, everyone can practice some aspect of data governance. For instance, you can educate yourself about external government regulations, such as the Personal Health Information Protection Act, which is what we have here in Ontario, And it outlines how healthcare data is shared and many other regulations so you can at least get an understanding of some of the key principles. In addition, if your organization has their own specific data governance policy, it's good to familiarize yourself with the information in there so you can watch out for certain privacy breaches that might be occurring in the future. And if you have some problems understanding the material or understanding why certain things are in place, you can reach out to your privacy officer within your organization for further clarification. And then this is particularly key if you have a role in entering the data or ensuring that the data is of high quality, it's really important that you have an understanding of data governance and the practices in place within your organization so you can ensure that the data is of high quality and integrity. So in previous jobs that I had, I would often be creating dashboards which highlighted these risks that might arise if there were certain breaches in the data. And this was viewed by many, many people from different departments and different backgrounds because a breach is a huge blow to the organization, a huge blow to its credibility, especially a healthcare organization. There is a different level of trust that individuals put when it comes to healthcare organizations and how they handle patient data. So, of course, no organization is 100% secure from privacy or security breaches. And we are currently seeing a rising attack against hospitals and other healthcare organizations during the pandemic just because of the move to telemedicine. And there's so many different types of data, financial geographical data that is housed within hospitals and healthcare organizations. A strong data governance can help to mitigate this by having policies where people have access to the data on a need to know basis if you remember in several podcast episodes ago i talked about a hospital clerk who was exposing maternal data from new mothers to RESP companies which are education saving plan companies here in canada and so she was exposing this information to these companies and i questioned in that podcast episode Was it necessary for her to have all this access to data? And so these are things that will be in the data governance framework and the data governance policy of the organization. So in addition, the Canadian Institute for Health Information has a really great resource in the form of the Health Data and Information Governance and Capability Framework. And it's an example of where you can look to external organizations and what they are doing, and maybe even bring some of this knowledge back to your own organization. And in this health data and information governance and capability framework, that is a mouthful, they have laid out several key strategic questions to ask within your organization when it comes to implementing a data governance framework. So some of these questions include, how are risks managed to achieve both protection, so this concerning privacy and security, of sensitive health data, and, enabling access to create impactful insight. And so this goes back to my first question of, can you have creativity when you have these data governance frameworks in place? And so I think it's a balance of having an organization which can have these rules clearly defined and then having creativity within that when it comes to data analysis, data visualization. And so when it comes to this question, how are risks managed to achieve both protection of sensitive health data enabling access to create impactful insight. This might look like implementing row level security on Power BI dashboards and having data available on a need-to-know basis. So you have a certain role in the, inf- in the organization and this correlates with what data you have access to and what data you can see on reports and dashboards. Another really great question, which is a part of this framework, is are we trusted by key stakeholders, for example, patients, to collect, use, and disclose personal health information? Do we have corresponding communication and engagement in place? And this question really highlights to me the responsibility that data stewards have to make sure that they're not just producing black box models with people's data and expecting them to just trust the results right away. It's really important to have documentation and allow people who have the right access rates to be able to reproduce your work and have your work being peer reviewed. So in the dashboards and reports that I build, I always like to include a glossary with a breakdown of acronyms. I know most organizations love their acronyms. And so I always like to have a breakdown of these acronyms because people who might be new to the organization or who are external users can not understand the data that I'm trying to showcase and the insights that I'm trying to show on these reports and dashboards. So I always try to include a glossary and where I source the data from to maintain that trust with internal and external stakeholders. And this is also true when it comes to collecting survey data. So especially with healthcare data, you want to ensure that you have a large and diverse sample size. That is truly important when it comes to reducing bias and reducing the assumptions that can be made from having just a narrow data set. There have been several cases, and I will leave some examples in the show notes of the podcast episode, of machine learning algorithms that have been developed, which have negatively affected marginalized groups because the factors or the sample size were tailored towards a certain group and didn't have a diverse group that they were targeting. So if you have a role in manipulating or organizing unstructured data, documenting the metadata in the form of a data dictionary or data catalog is also another useful tool when it comes to organizational accountability. So again, this is really important because when it comes to healthcare data, data elements are collected and then it has to follow with changing clinical practice, right? So you constantly have data moving in and out of the system. So having that documented and understanding certain definitions of what these data elements are referring to is really key for analysts when it comes to reporting. And watch for a future episode where I will break down some of these Commonly used terms in the business intelligence field and the health informatics field when it comes to, you know, data steward, data lakes, data this, data that it can be really confusing. So I will break down those terms in a future episode. So back to the original topic. Since everyone, I believe, has a role in ensuring that the healthcare data in their organization is of high quality and is secure and is not at risk for privacy breaches. I believe multiple stakeholders should be able to voice their opinion when it comes to contributing to this data framework that will be implemented within the organization. In addition, I believe that there should be ongoing and regular training and resources for new people who join the organization and for people who need a refresher. I think that we can become quite stagnant in our regular job duties and sometimes we forget the policies and the procedures that we learned at the very beginning of our job and having that ongoing training can be really helpful to ensure that everyone has this top of mind. So I hope this podcast episode has convinced you of the importance of data governance in healthcare and the stake everyone has in the organization to keep data safe, secure, and high quality. So don't forget to check the resources that I mentioned. They are linked in the show notes below. And as always, I would love to hear from you why is data governance important to your organization? If you found this information valuable, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Health Analytic Insights podcast. I'd love to hear from you about topics I should cover in future episodes. Please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Have a wonderful day.